Kia ora, I'm Bo Runga and I do love a good name pun. I've got a boutique, a bose, a boffice and a range of bespoke jewellery. I'm a musician and a designer, but most of all, I'm a storyteller. And we've all got stories to tell. Here's one about me. When I was brand new, I didn't have a name for the longest time. My Malaysian Chinese mother would call me Bobo, a term of endearment many Chinese call their little ones. My Māori father liked the sound of it and decided that it was the perfect name for me. With a bit of creative spelling, Bobo became how I was known, and later, Bo. Bobo Radio invites my guests to recall their most treasured childhood stories and to share the precious moments they're creating with their children. Kia ora, I'm Bo Runga, and today we're joined by my sister Pearl. Like Beck and myself, Pearl is also a musician. She's toured nationwide performing with Automatic 80s and has spent time teaching the next generation, but is now Deputy Principal for Stanmore Bay Primary School. Not to mention, but I'm going to mention, being a wife and a mama to my lovely nephew D'Angelo. Pearl's a singer. And you do actually stand up when you play the piano. Well, I do. Electric piano. I've seen you. I've been yeah, there. Yeah, I do. Or both. And, and my keytar, which is quite oh, I know. You do a good job of playing the keytar, can I just say? Thank you so much for joining me. It's a, bit of, a, it's a bit of a funny Thank one, you. you know, asking, you know, pulling my sister in to come and, come and do this interview. But here we are. Yeah. So thank you. Don't worry, I won't say anything incriminating. <laughs> well, I, I'm in charge of editing, so. Okay, sweet. Yeah, okay. Now, I want to know, um, what was it like having me as your big sister growing up? Gee. <laughs> <laughs> um, no I, pressure. I just have these memories of me and Beck just being like little ducklings behind, like, a, you, like you were mother, mother duck kind of thing or mother, mother hen. Mother hen. You know, when we were, say, like when we were living in Kairaki, we'd, we'd go out. We'd go out to the, the sand dunes all day, all day, I know. and we would just follow Bo around. It's always, oh, where's Bo? Oh, there she is. She's going off to the tree, so we'll follow. And yeah. She's climbing you know, that you tree. Always, you you <laughs> always looked. <laughs> always looked after us. It was really fun, well. actually. Kairaki was a great, good time. Um, we also, I remember. It was the 70s. So it was yeah. the 70s. So it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of corduroy. I remember we had a lot of corduroy <laughs> outfits and a lot of yeah. matching, matchy Ma- matching. outfits. <laughs> Which I, I'm mainly, not... But mainly you and Beck. I remember we had um, the same kind of sweatshirts, but I always had a different colour. Why but is the that? same logos. I don't know. I know. Beck and I were always sort of dressed similar. I had the same colour, coloured things on or whatever, like you say, sweatshirt. I remember that. Like we would have maybe red or something and you'd have yellow. Yeah, it's exactly right. That's what I can picture. Yeah, I think we've got that. I'll try and find that photo. But we had the same bowl haircuts. Wow. We probably had the same sort of head shape and the same bowl. (laughs) 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 No. Do you remember when we used to have those cherry wars in the ditches? Yes. With the other school kids or the other kids in the neighbourhood in Kairaki? There was a a, a tribe of kids, basically, that would kind of hang out together and kind of not, and then you'd choose sides and then you'd have these (laughs) massive cherry wars because there'd be cherry trees and all this fruit that you just throw at each other across the road. Yeah, good times. times. (laughs) I don't know if you remember this, but I was riding my bike and you were sitting on the handlebars. Do you remember this? Yes. And we flipped over the top. 
and then we had to walk home because we'd hurt the hell out of ourselves on the freaking road and then oh, stuff like that. I think we like that. did that quite a lot. I think we were quite klutzy, but yeah, actually I remember when, you know, it was always me, you and Beck together, we'd be going down to the park and I think I decided one day I would swing on the swing. Do you remember that? And then I let go of my hands. Why and did I you fell do that? flat on the concrete. And then I remember you looking at me horrified because my mouth was all covered in blood and then you were screaming and Beck was screaming. Oh. <laughs> but, but you basically were hauling me back home. Oh, that's not a good time. To patch me up. Oh, no. I think, I think we I hit, think you know, you hurt yourself a lot as a child anyway. I remember with the trees that we always used to climb. We would never do that now. Fearless. No. And swinging off the um, jungle gym. I yeah, don't think they even was, have those jungle cool. gyms any now for children. Mm. <laughs> they were so high. No, no they were a bit too oshy now. Eh? It's a bit osh. It's all too <laughs> osh. Um, do you have any favourite childhood memories? I've got one that I want to share. You might have one. Oh. I've got one. It's to do with oh. Christmas presents. It's actually a little bit of a sore oh, wow. spot, which I think about right now, and I think, oh, well. Oh, tell me. What was that one? Okay, this one. About Christmas. Well, one time, I can't even remember which mall we went to and we were able to go and choose our own presents. Do you know when we were... That's the, right. Do you I think it presents? was... I remember it was really late because they would stay open until midnight or something and we were... It was night. Mm. And we were allowed... Yeah, that's right. I do remember this. And, um, oh, it might not. It might be a different occasion, but the one I remember is that you got Mr Clowney. <laughs> do you remember that? And I think I got a guitar yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, and I was bugger. so jealous of Mr. Clowney because Mr. Clowney was this amazing toy that he, uh, he, he had. He was a he could blow up balloons, so you could squeeze his stomach, mm-hmm. and you stick a balloon in his little mouth hole. <laughs> I know it sounds he weird. His stomach and the, yeah, but I was insanely it jealous. Was weird. Because I'd, I'd made the wrong weird. choice, hadn't I? I'd gotten a guitar or something. But a guitar <laughs> led you to greater things than a clown. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. And I remember another time when we went actually one of those shopping ex- extravaganzas. We went on those extravaganzas. And when you could choose your own present. And <laughs> yeah. I remember, do you remember the back of con- This is what I remember because uh, uh, to clarify for anyone listening is that our parents had a de- had dairies. And that you'd also, as a kid in the dairy, you'd always get get a chance to read the comics, the magazines, all of that kind of thing. You know, also steal lollies. Mm. You know, occasionally. Um, and um, the back in the back of the comics, there was always this sea monkeys. So I remember one yes. time we went, we were um, getting presents, like being able to choose presents, and there in some store was a packet of sea monkeys, and that's what I wanted. So I, so I said, oh, I want sea monkeys. Yes, I did. And do you know what? They were possibly one of the most disappointing presents I've ever gotten myself. Because you basically they're, like, ended, they're just brine shrimp. They're brine these shrimp. They don't look anything like that picture no. on the back of a, of a comic. No, they certainly don't wear crowns. <laughs> do I know. Yeah, they don't wear crowns. They don't hold court. It's basically brine shrimp that only live for a certain period of time. And then eventually, because um, we ended up with, well, I ended up with one brine shrimp who had giant gonads, and he was just swimming around in the in the jar thing. Yeah, anyway, that's my terrible story. What is your favourite thing about being a teacher? And you're a very, very good teacher. I've I've had the... Oh, op- you really are. Um, you really were. You really are. Uh, I, I remember coming to um, one of your classrooms one time and getting 
and getting to read to your class. Right. Oh, that um, was so cool. Kids were so overjoyed that somebody on the you know on the TV and the radio come in to see them and read them a story. I remember. And I remember you commenting because they were all in dress up, and one of the kids had this amazing costume of a duck. Uh, He was a little chicken or something. He was a big big belly, and yeah. He looked incredible. His his parents or himself obviously had had got together and made his costume. So that was as a dress up day, you know, and storytelling. Mm. And they had to dress up as one of their favorite characters or something. Is that right? From yeah. a story. Um, and he was a duck with a puffed up little. How was his body made? I don't even Tummy. remember. Tummy. It was like he was in a sort of a funny jumpsuit that looked like actually. Um, you know, put together. It wasn't bought or anything. No, no, no. And he had tummy, and he had feathers stuck. He had feathers sellotaped to him (laughs) individually. (laughs) That's that's a lot of effort. You know, I I was so impressed. But what I was impressed with was that you were so um, good with the children, and you were so, and they were so respectful of you for being small children. You know, that 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 really. Yeah. I was really struck by that. I thought that was amazing. Um, What's the hardest thing about being a teacher, though? These days there's probably a lot of paperwork and planning. I, I don't know about you, but when we were at school as students ourselves, I, I don't even know if our teachers were that well planned, <laughs> to be honest. My teacher used to sit smoking in the corner. What? Do you remember that? No. That was weird. But Who now, was? Yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't dob them in. No, but, <laughs> I won't say who that is, but that, that smoking, was Smoking? Kind of I don't remember on. that yeah. at all. And we'd get our little textbooks and then we'd have to do our own learning pretty much back then. It was, yeah, it wasn't the case for all of them, but, you know, I remember the ones that always um, were doing some strange, strange things that I would never want any teacher to be doing to well, you wouldn't any be able job to do these that. days. No. no, no. That's crazy. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a big, big job. It really is. It's, um, yeah, and it's a really hard job and it's a... Um it's such a, an important job for us all as, yeah. as um, culturally, having somebody looking after our children well, you know, teaching yeah, them. that's right. It's a huge responsibility. Massive. And you're, But now you're a, um, a deputy principal at Stanmore Bay. I mean, Stanmore Bay Primary. I mean, what has that been like? Because you have, for a big majority of that, it's, you've been in COVID times. So that's like a whole yeah, other and kettle that of was, fish. Yeah, that was different because um, when that hit, it was a surprise to everybody. And mm. um, But coming out of the lockdown into what we called bubble school, where it was only really the, um, the children of the essential workers who were allowed to come into school, um, that was quite hard because there was a lot of fear, especially we had fear from our staff and it was all, it was just the unknown, you know, were mm. we going to catch COVID, are, are the children going to stay safe and how many children are going to be there? And it was just, we had um majority of our staff working online and because it just sort of hit quite quickly, not everyone had the, the chance to get their online set up. So we were sort of like attending our PD to get all our Google Classrooms running and everything like that. And um, it was constant online meetings, and that's really draining. It's draining for the staff, and it was it was hard. And I think we had 
people communicating to us, you know, the, the parent community saying, am I able to get my child into bubble school? And um, because I, I, I'm, I'm finding this online learning just really difficult. I can't motivate my child to do anything. Mm. So we had well, to sort so of coach them through that too. Yeah, it would, it yeah. would be hard if that's not something that anyone has um, had any you know, um, dealings with before, and especially the age group those those children are as well, it would mm. be really difficult. And it's such a social thing, school, you know, that will yeah. be missing their friends and will be missing that whole mm. interaction. Mm. What was the hardest part of this? Of this? Was it just the, um, the administration part of it, trying to get everything up to speed? or I know? think from this administration part of it through school, um, and I don't know if people kind of realise, but a, a, the majority of our time was spent just handling anything around COVID. So, you know, our roles um, is like senior management of schoolers to ensure that our, our children are well provided for their learning and, and things like that. And, you know, uh, gaining some feedback from the staff, you know, what do you guys need to help support the learning? And it, it all just turned into COVID, COVID, COVID. Children are going to learn. Wherever they are, home or school, or you, you know, there, it was surprised me that we could um, we couldn't get to test children in their you know at, at home learning. That, that's fine, and then it took about a year before we could actually formally assess some kids and and found that actually they were pretty much where they were expected to be. Quite oh, a few great. of them, anyway. They weren't they weren't too going back backwards too much mm, that's great yeah but then it's our job to try to get them get them up to speed again mm. not only are you um, multifaceted in that regards pearl but you're also a musician and you're a very 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 good singer as well um oh, out of thanks. us you yeah, know you are i always say this to people that out of the um and beck and beck has agreed with me before that from of us runga girls Oh, mum might disagree. If mum was here, she'd be like, she might <laughs> consider herself. She, <laughs> she might. She might put herself up there first. Um, oh. the, but you're the you're the the best singer. Like you've got such an incredible um, um, ability with your voice, and you're so in tune. Anyhow, um, your band, <laughs> your your Thanks. your band with Justin. What's that called? Yes. And can you tell us a little bit about Justin, that? Justin, my husband. Justin, who, your, ha- your husband. Who, who actually is also a primary school teacher. He is a primary school teacher. So and where does he work, very, Pearl? very hardworking <laughs> at my school. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be a music teacher for a while there. And I said to him, hey, you've, you know, he's got so much passion for, for teaching in general. I said, wait, why can't you have your own class? And so he went to uni and learned how to And he, and he totally gunned and, it too, didn't he? He was getting like yeah. top oh, yeah. of the class and everything. He's amazing. Yeah. But, um, but you, you guys also have your own project. You write music together as well. Can you tell us about your band? What's the name of your band and what have you been doing lately? Oh, what have ha- what have we done? Well, we actually made an album. Mm-hmm. An You've album. got to tell people what the name um, of your band is. I was trying to lead into. <laughs> I was trying to lead into the name of your band, <laughs> oh. so people can look it up. Yeah, we called the Broken. And, <laughs> You're so um, reluctant to say <laughs> the Broken. Well, it, it's it's interesting because um, for a very long time we we didn't even we weren't really together when we were creating music. 
Yeah, so... Um, but, so how did that happen then? I mean, it makes total sense to me that you're writing music with your partner, with your husband, and you're both musicians, so it totally makes sense. But why weren't you creating things together then? Um, I don't really know, actually. <laughs> it's, um, well, the band is, um, well, obviously Justin and Simon Fennell, who used to be in a band together as um, Coelacanth, so it was like this kind of hard rock kind of stuff, you know. Mm. And they've been making music forever. And mm. so and Simon got right into his um, classic synths, and he's oh, right. got this just this amazing collection. That's fun. Synthesizers. And he's a guitarist though, isn't playing. he? Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. But now he's also playing bass for us. So oh, wow! Okay. It's quite quite amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So he 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 would put some things down, and then Justin would hear it, and he'd go, "Yeah, yeah," and start you know mumbling some words mm. and a tune. Mainly the tune and just some nonsense words, and then just putting that down, and then. Eventually, it just evolves into something more. People would um, send more stuff. Like we've got um, Gavin Downey also does um, guitar on our tracks as well. Cool. And he'll send that. Uh, just you know, from the magic of technology, listen to some of the guide tracks and put this amazing guitaring down. Mm. We, and dr- right through that lockdown, we we were just sort of backwards and forwards and, you know, some files to each other. And I think that, I don't know, we must have come out of lockdown. We finally got into the room together. Oh, that would be so to strange. To do some stuff. Yeah. It, was, it was really strange mm. but cool. Mm. Yeah. So we've got Ben Phillips playing drums for us. And, um, yeah, that was even cooler when we got to go to a practice room and, and hear the songs, how we sort of envisage them to sound. Oh. But yeah, I think it took well, I don't know maybe two two years nearly to get tracks together. You sent through to me a link to a music video, but you said that D'Angelo had put it together. Was that right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's clever. He's really creative too, isn't he? And he's a great he's a yes. great singer. He's, and he he's, he's got, got his got own a good YouTube voice. YouTube channel. He's got off YouTube. doing magic. It's yes. so great, but he Little speaks so well is. as well. Do you know what he, uh, you told me, which I love, is the fact that my nephew, um, D'Angelo, gets invited to parties, birthday parties or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The only boy that gets invited to these parties. <laughs> uh, you know, some, a, a female classmate of his will invite just him <laughs> to a party with all these other girls. I love it. Wow. Let's just say he's a very inclusive child. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> No, he's a yeah. talented, he's very talented, he's a very good singer. I mean, did, did you guys... He's a bloody good singer. He's a bloody good but singer. do you remember, though, when, when we were kids, we'd just bang on the piano and sort of, you know, get that, hear a song and then sort of try to figure it out. Mm. Well, that's exactly what he likes to do, too. Oh, and then, like, like Dad, I think it was like last Dad weekend, he was, he was, he says, I reckon I can do something for an assembly. I said, oh, yeah, what song is it? And I didn't know what song it was, but... Um, all of a sudden he's just downstairs. He goes, can you set up your keyboard for me? Because he doesn't know what to do. But then he's banging around and then it sounds pretty tragic for about <laughs> half an hour. And then, you know, progressively it's actually the, the damn song. 
So and what, is he, and is he's he just wanting to sing a cover? He's, he's wanting to learn he was singing, a song. He was just singing, yeah. Or he's just, just he's writing something. Really quickly. No, no, he uh, he has written stuff too, amazingly. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's he's going to be amazing. Well, he is amazing, but there's something about him. He's pretty special. He um his magic tricks are very good, and when he <laughs> yeah. and when he's explaining how you do things as well, that's bliss. I can't believe he's thirteen. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. What's he getting for his birthday? Scary. Oh, he wanted an upgrade on uh, all of his recording stuff. But he doesn't know that he's getting that yet. I'll say. Does he want to be a DJ? Because that up. seems to be what a lot of kids uh, want to be nowadays. Mm, not really. He does okay. want. He is like a. You know, I don't know what they call it. Content creator on YouTube. He's got quite oh, a few yeah. followers. His, yeah, he has. He has. Oh, that's so amazing. But I mean, he put he put together your vi- music video though. So did you yes. guide him with that? Because it's actually really well. We done. just gave him a brief and said, "Go do it." And pick stuff that's going to suit. Wow. It's yeah. really well done. I'll have to put a link to that. Yes. <laughs> um, what about Automatic 80s? What's going on? Have you got gigs coming up? Yeah, we do, actually. We're going down to Christchurch for a couple of gigs really soon. Now, Automatic 80s is, is, um, is your... A, an 80s covers band, and we generally do music from the earlier part of the 80s. The fun bit. And it's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun. Not not so much the rock, as more sort of synthy-based pop. Mm, that's so you could get yeah. to use your kita. Yeah. <laughs> when it works. Half the time it disconnects because it's... I think, I don't know what I do half the time with it because it's, it's a MIDI thing and, it, yeah. I think one time the uh, the receiver or whatever was just the, because the stage was massive that we played at. We were down and I think it was Selwyn Sounds and I went too far from my unit and <laughs> it cut out and had a note jam. <laughs> a note jam. Oh, a note no. jam the whole time. Like, oh, and I just had to pull the whole thing out oh, and reset it. <laughs> and just keep on going, just mine. Yeah, yeah. I just told Justin, sing louder. Oh, no. Sorry about my note jam. Do some crouching. Do some crouching like Jim Kerr. Just distract them. No. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's brilliant. I won't ask him to take his shirt off, though. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what about singing together? We um, we used to sing together a lot. <gasps> in oh, in the back of the to... car. Well, yeah, when we were li- I mean, at the back, I mean, the car that I remember... The most. Oh, there's two mm. actually. It was the um, was it a Mark IV Zephyr? Was it a Mark III Zephyr? Was that the white one? No, the white one is a Viva Voxel. Oh, that's um, right. It was a Viva that Voxel. That one always broke down. Yeah, that was not very good. But the <laughs> the um, Zephyr, it was orange and black, orange body, black roof. Yeah, that's the one that, that I remember cool. us doing a lot of singing yes. in, and it'll be yes. would be dry, you know. And actually, back in the day when we were little, when um, Sometimes we'd be sleeping in the back of the car. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was great fun. I, I, it was I like, remember that I accidentally hit the lights on. Oh. And they stayed on all night. Oh, <laughs> I no. I remember. I flattened the battery. Oh, dear. I used to love that car. Oh, I, 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 I wonder if that car's around anymore. Probably not. Don't know. It's probably in Australia. But I mean, I remember that though. A lot of singing in the in the car. Mm. You know, all and three of we, us in a row. When we learned how to harmonise, that was pretty cool. Oh, 
Oh, you're very good at harmonising. I'm sort of like, meh. <laughs> what do we used to sing? Just anything, everything and anything. I remember that song um, that we, we wrote together. Oh, no. We wrote, um, we used to, you know how back in the day, everyone used to have a tape recorder and we'd have yeah. um, tapes. So you'd, you know, back in the day, we'd, you'd have tapes and you'd be um, basically, well, not only would you be trying to record stuff off the radio that you liked, but you could record your own songs. And we had gone mm. together and we'd, we'd written a song called, Pearl, you can say what it's called. Oh, no, I won't. <laughs> I, we could do the, the, the nicer one, which was about a teddy bear. I don't remember that one. I remember the rude one. Oh. What's the teddy bear one? Don't you recall? No. Teddy bear, teddy bear, where are you going? Don't you remember? I do I'm kinda. going to the North Pole to see if it's snowing. Oh, that's a nice one. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't end. I don't think it ended well, though. Oh, how did it end? <laughs> Everything See, had a twist. <laughs> oh, we're a dark lot. What was the twist? What was the next bit? Um, it, it ended up being like this This teddy is singing to the uh, girl or boy, whoever, and the, they're saying, oh, why are you going to the North Pole? What are you going to do there? And he's saying, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And, he, and the last question was, teddy, oh, teddy, won't you stay and be cosy? And he goes, I'm leaving because you're so bloody nosy. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I won't say what the other one was. That was very particularly no, other rude. Worse. We have said it on national radio, though, before, but maybe I won't say oh, it. Oh, have we? Yes. Oh anyway, <laughs> it was called I Can See Your Arse Shining in the Moonlight. But then, yeah, yeah, what possessed was, us, eh? I don't know. And then we were so embarrassed that we'd written a song called I Can See Your Arse Shining in the Moonlight <laughs> that we deleted it. We, we scrubbed over it. But anyway... That's it. I think we were pretty good at entertaining ourselves. I think, hey, eh? we were. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. I think that back in the day, you remember those times when you just take off on on bikes and stuff and just go, or you'd go and yeah. you go play at the park, or you go. It's pretty do much something. all day. All day, you'd be out. Eh? You wouldn't even. You wouldn't even think about coming home for the whole entire day until it got dark. It was starting to get dark. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We did that all the time. You know, especially when we were at the beach. When we used to live at the beach. Tadpoling, <laughs> oh, yeah. catching insects. Yeah, it's a good old days. And eels and stuff too. Oh, baby, I baby eels. I remember when mum sh- mum shrieked. Actually, I remember we we'd gone up really early and we'd gone out down to the beach and we'd caught so many eels in that bucket and we dragged <laughs> like that. It was so heavy that bucket and we'd carried it back to the shop, mum and dad's Ooh. shop and. And because those eels were all, all, all just basically writhing yep. in this bucket, writhing. <laughs> and <laughs> and we were like, oh, we were so proud of ourselves. We thought, oh yeah, mum can, mum can just you know, you know, make us some, I don't know, fry them up for us or something. <laughs> and she would just scream. <laughs> it looked like a whole bunch of snakes. She hated oh eels. Oh my god. Yeah, no. Horrible. We were so disappointed. We were like hunting and gathering and stuff. Oh well, thank you, Pearl, Pearl Runga, for your it's time, a pleasure, and chatting with me about. Our, our um, time together, foraging, <laughs> for, foraging. For, for wildlife that got rejected by a mother. Um, <laughs> no, thank you very much for your time and um, best of luck with your deputy principal role. 
And also best of luck with the broken. 